Welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Where no topic is off limits. No topic? No topic. <laughs> we didn't All even right. plan that. <laughs> it sounded pretty good. It's pretty good. Welcome everyone to uh, Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. I'm Diana. I'm Kendall. And I'm Ashton. And she's turning my phone off because somebody's trying to call. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Did y'all have a good, uh, we're, we're celebrating the 4th of July. Yeah. Isn't it yeah. great that we have freedom in our country still yes. right now? Right. I think the older I get and the more firework shows that go wrong, like in your backyard <laughs> firework shows, <laughs> I start to just not really care for all the fireworks. Right, right. <laughs> Last year we had one go off and it like one shot straight to our electrical box and I was like, oh, My house! My, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh so, my gosh. That. Yeah. One of those redneck moments. Hey, like, hey, let's catch the whole that. yard on fire. It's like, oh okay. every that, car. <laughs> that really happened to me when I was a kid. We were out at the lake and we found a bottle rocket, one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. And so we were gonna shoot it off the next day. We we're so excited. And we did that, and it went up, and actually, when it landed, it landed in a person's yard and caught it on fire. Mm. And I remember as a little kid running barefooted down a blacktop road, scared to pieces because this person's property was on fire, and you're in the country. And so he's getting his little water hose, trying to get it out. And I just, I was so afraid we're going to burn this man's house down. I was going to be scarred for life. But um, but it didn't. We were able to uh, water hose it down. So, but fireworks are no joke. Mm-hmm. That's what it was last year at my dad's. Was ever like the fires putting out everywhere because it was so dry. It is so dry. Yeah, it's so dry. So good. I mean, anyways, how are you, Ashton? I'm great. I'm wonderful. Fourth of July isn't my jam. I mean, yeah, we like fireworks, but if you're in Texas, you know we're a little hotter right now. Oh my gosh. So I'm just it a little was, sweaty. It's already been in the hundreds, yes. hundreds here for days and, and days. And if it hasn't actually been there, it's felt like the humidity has <laughs> tried to take out. The other day was 115, mm. um, oh and we were in the end of June, yeah. and that's just scary because we still have July and August to go through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so pray mm-hmm. for us. We're sweltering <laughs> down here. So anyway. Um, we had our very first comment. You know, yeah. we're brand new. Mm-hmm. We're brand new, right? We're not professionals, but uh, I was so thankful to get our very first comment from Miss Brenda. And uh, thank you, Brenda, for all the kind words uh, that you said. Thank you for that. I'll take that as a prophecy that we're going to do something really good, right? Yes. So she asked about a topic of how to pray. Mm. Because even in our life, even if we see ourselves as a prayer warrior, sometimes our prayers can become very monotonous. And it's like, Lord, I'm saying the same prayer over and over and over. Are you hearing me? Am I doing it right? Mm -hmm. Is there something else that I need to be doing? And so when we were just having a brief conversation a minute ago about it, you know, the Lord gives us instruction in Matthew, gives us a word, the words in red. I love the words in red. I think Matthew and in Luke, where it alludes to the Lord's Prayer. So can we just take this podcast to talk about and dissect the Lord's Prayer? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll start there. And we're going to have probably multiple 
podcasts on prayer because prayer can go on forever and ever and there's different kinds of prayer but if we're going to say how do i know how to pray the lord said this is how you pray right Mm -hmm. so let's start there kendall you want to read that for us sure um i want to start in uh, matthew 6 verse 5 um also when you pray do not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray publicly standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets so that they may be seen by men i assure you and most solemnly say to you they already have their reward in full verse 6 says but when you pray go into your most private room close the door and pray to your father who is in secret And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Verse 7 says, And when you pray, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Verse 8, So do not be like them, praying as they do, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then in this way, Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we for, as we have forgiven our debtors, letting go of both the wrongs and the resentment. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and your power and glory forever. Amen. All right, so the first point that, that is in the prayer is what? First talks about um, the Father. Our Father. Right, so we know that we're going to pray to the Father, okay? And it says, "Hallowed be Thy name." What does "hallowed" mean? Y'all know. If I say that the that God is hallowed, He is holy. Right. Mm-hmm. He's holy. He to is the ultimate. He is um, the epitome of uh, sanctity. He is all of that. Okay, so first I reverence reverence him and say, God, you're so holy. And I I come into your presence because I need you. I realize that I'm not anything, but that you're everything and I am partnering with you. Mm -hmm. So let me just start this by saying when I begin to pray, the first thing I do when I go into a time of prayer with the Lord is I repent. Yep. Okay. And I always teach people this because understand that Jesus didn't need to do this because Jesus was without sin. Right. But I feel like every time that we go into the presence of God, we need to first start with repentance. Why? Why would you need to repent? So you have a clean heart before him. You do because we are born into sin. We sin every day. And sin is the one thing that separates us from the presence of God. So if I'm going to go into this whole moment with him, I know that I've set aside my time. I know that I've gone into my my place of prayer. uh, And it says to go into your quiet place. Go there and set aside that time and and position yourself to be able to go into prayer with him. And so the first thing I want to do is to make sure that I'm clean. So I say, Father, whatever sin that's in my life, everything that every thought, word, or deed that's contrary to you and your word, I repent of right now. And now I thank you that now I can come boldly before the throne of grace and into your presence and spend this time with you. Mm-hmm. 
And prayer is simply a conversation. So I reverence who he is because he's so awesome and he's so holy. And so my first point that the, that the word says that when Jesus says, first, I want to acknowledge how holy you are, God. And so I acknowledge that, and then we go into point two. Can we just say, though, too, about part one? Go ahead. Is in order to hallow his name, in order to understand his holiness or the revere, like, you you have to know him. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can't, I mean, you can know of the holiness by just having that just knowledge of, but to truly go into prayer and to say, no, Lord, you are holy. You are righteous, and not because just people say it about you, but because I've witnessed it in my life. Mm. It changes even just that initial moment with him. It's like we can say it from a place of redundancy, like he's saying the, the hypocrites say it in ways so that they can be heard and all the things, but can we go to him truly saying, no, you are all of these things. Right. And as we know him, the list just goes on and on and on. It goes on and on and on. <laughs> what about you, Ashton? Um. Well, when I when we had talked about it, I kind of looked into Jeremiah, and it was talking about his prayer, and it, he mentioned the Lord knows your heart, and so that's why sometimes I don't know the big words to say in my prayer to Him. You know, I'll tell Him like, "You are holy, you are great," and when I hear other people pray, I'm like, "Oh my." Our vocabulary ain't that high. <laughs> so let's be honest. So. <laughs> yeah, but he examines my heart in my prayer, and so yeah. to me, what. Where I had to get personal with him is I always I go back to when I was a little girl. My dad was was my dog, you know. Like I could just I loved just being around him and, and being his, you know, I, his little travel buddy. I went everywhere, and so I grew out of that with with my earthly father, and I love him dearly. But but I stay in that little girl mm-hmm. mode of just in awe of my father that mm. that he is so great, that he is so good, and so to me that is. Lord, you are holy, and it comes from such a pure place, especially when I repent. It is, I'm pure before him at that point, when I repent to him. So I just, I don't know, that's kind of where. But didn't he tell us to do that? Yeah. Come to us like the heart of a little child. Mm -hmm. And I think he loves that even more than we love that Mm -hmm. when we come with that purity of just saying, here's all of my messed up self, yet... I'm repenting of all of my sin in my life, you know, everything I've done, and I just want to be with you. Yeah. And I think he just absorbs that, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on in, just come on in, you know. I, a lot of times when I pray is I see myself just actually, you know, stepping up to the throne and just crawling into yep. his lap <laughs> and just him loving on me for just that moment. And and I think that that makes it so personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you believe we're already at our intermission part? All right. right. Just get started. Uh, We've got a little commercial for you guys. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. If you've been blessed by SDU and you feel led to give to this ministry, here are some ways you can do that. You can text GIVE to 833-576-1168. You can also go to our website at m3mi.org to the tab Sow a Seed. You can also send a check or money order by mail to P.O. Box 1318, Forney, Texas, 75126. And all gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for your seed. I love that. Thank I you know, for your seed. Music. That's, our, so that's nice. our brand new, uh, we've got brand new music this week uh, we're trying out. And it kind of makes me feel like I'm going down a back road, you know. Yeah. 
It's just me and the Lord. We're just going down the back road. You know, I love it. Right, so we're talking about uh, dissecting the Lord's Prayer. And, of course, we're not going to get done with all this today. But mm-hmm. but the first part being that we acknowledge that God is holy. And mm-hmm. then we go into part two. What do we see? Your thy kingdom, kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. So why, why do we pray that? Well, I think mainly because it, if we know that he knows the end from the beginning, he's already got it all planned out, right? Like our stories, the books in heaven about us are already written. Like mm-hmm. there's no, like he's not writing them as we make mistakes, as we screw things up, right? Like he's, it's already there. And so for us to acknowledge, hey, Lord, you already have a will. You already have a way mm-hmm. You for my life, for this earth, for this ministry, for all of the things, you know, we, we can acknowledge there's already something written. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, what is that? Yeah. Because we don't know it apart from him revealing it. It's not just, I mean, we can see part in his word, but for me personally, what is what is your will? What does your way look like in my life? What about you? Um, when I think about, like, thy kingdom come, I, I want everything of heaven to come to earth, to meet me here, too, so that I see it. Like Kendall had said yesterday, um, I don't want to get to heaven and, and be surprised. I know we'll still learn new things about him physically being there, but... Let your kingdom come where I am now. Right. Let your kingdom come into fruition right before my eyes and in, into the lives around me. Sometimes just being a witness to his kingdom coming in other people's lives is like, whoa, yeah, that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> I think what, what is so amazing to me is how people do not, one, pray to God, mm-hmm. right? Not right. everybody does. Right. Um. And two, people just have no praise or worship to God. If we understand that when we get to heaven, we're going to praise God. 24-7. 24-7 praises going on at the throne, 24-7. You know, we did our study on Revelation. We haven't talked about it on podcast yet, but we will. I love to study the book of Revelation. And in there, it just talks about how 24 7 is nothing but praise and honor and adoration to Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, for all that he has done for us. You know, there's just this holiness about it. And yet, here on earth, very few ever want to experience it. So, what are we going to do when we get before the throne for those who make it? Okay, that's another subject. We'll talk about that another day. (laughs) But what are you going to do when you get there? Because you've received it. You've received the salvation of Jesus, right? We know that there's a judgment seat of Christ. We know that there's a great white throne judgment. We're going to talk about that on another podcast. But you're there, and you've made it. And Jesus is sitting there. Can you imagine, you know, that song, I can only imagine. I just can't, I can't fathom in my mind that moment mm-hmm. when we just see him face to face. Yeah. And we realize what he's done for us in the most pure form because we're standing before him. And if it were not for that blood and for the sacrifice of that, we would not even have the ability to even be considered yeah. for that, but it's because of what he did. 
And so when you talk about that there's books already written, we're going to do another podcast talking about what's the difference between predestination and and foreknowledge because there's two different things. So we can go on a whole other tangent around that. (laughs) But right now we see that God is holy. And when when we stand before him in our prayer time, not only do, do we reverence who he is, but then we also know that we want his kingdom to come here on earth now mm-hmm. because he's training us for when we're going to be actually with him. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to see. When we're in our prayer time, when we're in our praise time, it's simply training us for what we're going to do when we all get there. Right. So does that mean we won't get to go to the Lord begging for stuff at the <laughs> throne? <laughs> I mean, let's think of our, our prayers sometimes, right? Do we fall? And I'm not saying we have to say word for word the Lord's prayer, but if we were to begin to follow the structure the way Jesus tells us to, it doesn't even say in here, bring your petitions. <laughs> It doesn't say right here. It it says in other scriptures, sure. But in his form of the Lord's Prayer, this is how you should pray. He doesn't say, and and beg me of this and and plead for that and the other, you know? And how many times is that the first thing we do? Yeah. We run into his presence and say, oh, and and it's kind of abusing the grace of what Jesus did and and all of the things. And we just run and say, we need all these things, Lord. And if you don't do it for me right now, I just don't know how I'm going to make it in it. Right? <laughs> yeah, because we confuse Jesus with Santa Claus. And, oh. and I, so, <laughs> right? <Yes. laughs> you know, uh, when my mom was here, she was just notorious at Christmas. She would make the list of everything that she wanted for Christmas. Mm. And and it made it so much easier for me because she just would let me know what she wanted and she'd send me pictures of it and, you know, where to order it from. You know? So it's like our kids, you know, at Christmas, they give us our, you know, used to we had the Sears catalog. Y'all don't, y'all, y'all can't appreciate the Sears catalog. But back in the day when the Sears catalog came, it's about, you know, two inches thick. And it would come, you know, just in time for Christmas. And so we would we would all have our time with the Sears catalog to just peruse the whole catalog and we could fold the page on what we wanted for Christmas. And so Mama would say, you know, you get the two pages folded, you know, and then we'll we'll discuss it, you know. And so now kids don't you don't have that. And that and that was just like the coolest thing. But that's but that's the way we treat Jesus. Mm-hmm is let me just fold over the page. Let me tell you everything that I want from you. And then if I don't get it, I'm going to be upset that you didn't hear my request. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so our mindset needs to change about who Jesus is. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. does he want to take care of our needs? Of course he does. He says it's according to his riches and glory. Right? He says it in his word. And we're going to say this a thousand times. We don't have all the answers, but we have the word that does. And so that's what we go by. And so in in this time of prayer, Jesus says, remember words in red, is that acknowledge the Father for how holy he is, two, and pray my kingdom come, and that my will be done, okay, on earth as it is in heaven. And then we can even go further in that is to as to what does that mean. And it really looks like we're going to have to do that on the next podcast because yeah. we're already running out of time. Um, 
Because it's something we touched on yesterday it too. Is in service is that we don't we don't understand his desires and his wills if we don't stay in the vine, right? Mm. Like if we don't remain in him, we don't know what his will is. We don't know what the kingdom looks like. Right. And so a lot of times when we do pray for things, we're praying th- for things way outside of his will and his desires for our life because we don't even know what his is first, you know? And we wonder why it's not being done. Well, Mm -hmm. because it's not according to his will. It's not according to his way. It's not according to his, the story that's already been written for your life, you know? So how do we know what that is? We'll get into it on the next (laughs) podcast. We'll get into it on the next podcast. So thank you guys for joining us. It's been a wonderful time. It goes by so quick while we're sitting here, doesn't it? Um, but thank you for your your comments, uh, uh, Angie, Ann, and Brenda. Thank you guys for just reaching out to us and and telling us some things that you want to talk about. And so we're going to continue this with the Father's Prayer on our next podcast. But we do want to leave you with this word: Go so show some love, show some compassion, give mercy, and, and go, go be, be Jesus, Jesus today. today. Hey, SDU family. Thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.